Welcome, welcome to another episode of Tushy's Corner. This episode here is one that um, I was debating on doing this one because not really debating, but I was like, should I do it on this? Should I not? You know, because... I think I did it before one of my ID lives, but I decided to do it as an episode where I can actually talk a little bit more in depth in depth about it. So the episode today is titled, Is Sex Really Important in a Relationship? What substance does it hold in a relationship? Now, this sex is a big thing. And for some people in relationships. So what does that mean? Some people actually are in relationships right now and they're only stuck in it because the sex is that good. They may not really like the person or their personality or their character, but they enjoy the sex. So they're stuck in this relationship. Well, so-called relationship situationship with this person because they enjoy the sex. It's sad that some people really make sex rule them and their decisions and they make it cloud their judgment on what they're going to be doing moving forward in life and in a relationship so you know people just really make sex the most important thing in a relationship if you've been listening to my last two podcasts i've always my last two episodes sorry i'm just you know podcast episode yeah I get what I'm saying but um I always said that the most important thing in a relationship is the foundation that is number one before you take off your clothes you need to set a foundation with this person what are the expectations that we're doing here is this just going to be a situationship is this just going to be Let's just have sex here and there. This is going to be a committed relationship. Like, what are we doing here? Like, let's set the record straight so there's no confusion. So therefore, we can know how we're going to handle this sexual thing here. You know, are we going to handle sex on a serious note or on a not serious note? But I want to really talk about, well, I don't really want to talk about, but let's talk about what sex is biblically. Biblically, you're not supposed to have sex before marriage. We know this that you're supposed to be a virgin that you're not supposed to have sex before marriage the reason why you're not supposed to do it is because sex does cloud your judgment you know it's not gonna make you see clear because you're so engaged by how good the sex may be or you're just engaged by the sex period it doesn't even have to be good some people use sex as a as a um comfort you know so you might just use that to clock it to to decide on what you want to do. So biblically, you're not supposed to have sex before marriage only because you're supposed to get to know a person and really love a person for who they are, not for what they can what they can do for you. You know, but if you're thinking about it in the worldly view, the worldly is let's have sex before marriage, let's have sex every day, let's do this, let's do that, let's have this type of sex, nasty sex, hot hot sex, sweaty sex, dirty sex, clean sex, shower sex, 
That's what the worldly vision view is. Let's have sex those million times of different ways that we could have sex. And the question is like, why do we have sex before marriage? Why do we have sex? We only have sex for pleasure. We're not having sex because we really, I, well, I, 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 let me not say that. I have sex at a different level. I don't have sex just for pleasure. I have sex because, of course, yes, you want to have sex for pleasure. But I have sex for other reasons too. I like the connection that I have with my partner when I'm having sex. I like the way it feels. Our connection spiritually, you know, physically, mentally, it's like there. It's like out of space in a way. You understand? But I'm not going to say is the, I'm not say that, but <laughs> I was going to say, I'm not going to say it's the best sex, but it's not the sex that God sees as being correct. Cause you, you we, we're actually committing a sin by having sex before marriage. I know we know this. This is not something that I have to discuss. You guys know that having sex before marriage is a sin. You know, I'm not perfect. You know, I'm not perfect at all. And, you know, we sin every day, but like, my favorite pastor, Jerry Flowers, says, we're going to sin, but let's sin less. Help me to be obedient to you, God. Help me to sin less. Forgive me for what I have sinned for, but help me sin less. And as you become obedient with God and his word, trust and believe, you're probably not going to even think about sex like that because you're so obedient to what God wants you to do. So you're not going to really be thinking about sex like that, you know? In my situation, I still have sex. Yes, I have sex. Yes, I do. Sh do I feel that I want to get better? Of course. I, I'm not saying I can't, but you know, that's all our will. You know, our will and our flesh. We give into our flesh when we get horny. You know, because you could get horny. It's okay to get horny. It's okay to feel temptation. But it's the point of doing it. You're not supposed to do it. But biblically... You're not supposed to do it because of the fact that sex is sacred. Sex is something that you're supposed to have when it's really a full-blown commitment. It's just not a thing just to do as a hobby. Some people have sex as a hobby. That's like the worldly view of it. Let's have sex because we're watching Netflix and chill. Let's go in a room and let's have sex. Because that's what Netflix and chill mean. Some people may watch the movie and then at, at first and then the next 15 minutes, so I don't know how quick you are, you're already having sex. You're engaged in sex. So biblically, I, the reason why I, I, you know, and I, don't hold me to it. Like the, the Bible tells you you're not supposed to have sex because it's a sacred thing. And it's supposed to be between a man and a woman that loves each other fully. And it's all under God. Right. I personally feel that we're not supposed to have sex because again, it clouds your judgment and you may be with a it, it, because it clouds your judgment, you may be with a person that is not the one for you because you are clouded by the judgment of how great sex is. I'll give you an example. Let's say you were with a guy, right? Derek, you was with Derek for like five years. Derek is not the best man to you. He's kind of, he's abusive. He's verbally abusive. He's physically abusive, but his sex is good to you. You guys feel so connected when you have sex. So you were with Derek for so long. You finally break up with Derek and now you get with Steven. 
Stephen is the guy that God sent for you, for you to get married to. Now, you're with Stephen, you know, Stephen is a good guy. Stephen pours into you. Stephen uh, motivates you. He uplifts you. He tells you beautiful things. He encourages you. He pushes you to be better. But you guys did the step of engaging in sex before marriage. So now you have sex with Stephen and you don't like the sex. You don't like the sex because of the fact that you're judging Stephen on your past experience. Your past experience being Derek that was so superb. But remember, Derek was toxic. Toxic sex is always the best sex. That's what it said, you know. They're like, oh, toxic sex is the best sex. I, I beg to differ. That's not true. To me, it's not true. Is it a, a good sex? It may be at the moment. But when you are in your right sense of mind, and this is for men and women, when you are in a growth, in a mature step in your life, you're going to realize that it's just more than that. It's not just about it feeling good. It's about everything, about like your mind, your, your spirits. How do you feel after you have sex? You know, is it something that drives you to just want to see the person is the sex? Do you want to, are you guys intellectually, intellectual, intellect, intellectually, right? I said that right? Ugh. Are you guys connected at that point where, you don't even need sex in your relationship because you know what it is? You guys have sex by just looking at each other. They call it te telekinesis. I hope I said it right. Neo has a song about it. Like you can have sex with your mind and you, and, and you, you can have sex with your mind. You don't need to get, have your clothes off. You can look at your partner and you can feel f so much pleasure by just looking at your partner. And trust and believe, when I look at my boyfriend, I feel pleasure. Absolutely. <laughs> I know I just should have said that. But, you know, when I look at my boyfriend, I, 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 I see pleasure in him. I just get pleasure out of looking at him and who he is and the type of man that he is. That stimulates me so much that he is at the level that he is, that he can stimulate me that way. Just by what he does stimulates me. So then imagine what happens when you do engage in sex. It's going to be even more better because you are already stimulated before the physical part. Basically, the physical part of sex, it doesn't hold substance in a relationship. That's what I'm trying to say. Physical sex only lasts for the 15, 15 20, 30 minutes, one hour. However, guys, you guys have sex. It only lasts for that. But what happens after the 15 minutes? How do you guys look at each other? Do you guys talk? Do you guys do, you know, uplift each other? Do you guys only talk when you have sex or when you're about to have sex? Is, is he good to you only during sex? Is he, are you good to him only during sex? Do you guys have more sex than you have more conversations? And I mean deep conversations. Not just no regular, how was your day conversation? I mean, deep stuff. Do you guys really do that more than sex? You have some people that have sex every day. And I'm, there's nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with having sex every day. If that suits your boat, that's what you like to do, then go ahead. You do that. But your relationship should have more substance than sex. Sex does not determine your relationship. Sex does not make your relationship 
extraordinary. Does can it make it better? Does is it an added plus? Of course. But it doesn't hold much substance in your relationship. So with that, I'm saying I don't think sex is really that important in a relationship. Does it have a little piece to a piece to it? Yes. Like it's like probably I won't say the whole relationship, but it has a good percentage of it. But it doesn't fully carry because for me, if you have a good communication, right, you're going to have good sex because then guess what? When you're having sex, you're going to be expressing everything because you have good communication, whether you're telling your partner what to do, whether you're enjoying the sex in a sexual pleasure where you're moaning, where you're saying things, you're going to be able to have better sex because you guys have great communication. Some people, when they have sex, they don't say nothing. They be mad quiet. Like they don't say anything. Give or take, some people may be quiet and they like to take things in, you know, but, you know, you got to show some form of emotion and that comes from communication. If you're not comfortable around your partner, you're not going to really engage in the best sex because you're not really comfortable around your partner. The only reason we have sex is just for the pleasure, right? I know I have sex for more than that. I don't, I, don't, I don't engage in sex just for the pleasure. I engage for it with what I said earlier. The, inter, the, the way you could connect with your partner is on a different level. It's, it's completely different. Men now, for men, they, of course, they're not going to think like what I just said. For men, it's like, oh, it's just a nut. It's not that serious. I just want to have sex. Sex Men can have sex being mad at you. Women, we cannot have sex being mad at our, at our men. We can't with husbands. We can't have sex when we're mad at our partners because we're emotional creatures. Men are physical. So for men, sex may be an important thing, but don't get it twisted. There's some men out here who don't think sex is everything. Do they love sex? Of course. They're men. They love sex. Do they like having sex with you? Yes. But they value you so much that they just don't see you as a piece of meat. They see you with more substance in their life. You give them more than just pleasure by physically. You could give them pleasure by just looking at them. Just like what I was telling you guys earlier. When you look at a person, you can get pleasure from that. By just looking at a person, it doesn't have to be physically. Women, I feel like we can do that more than men. But there's men out here that do think that way. You understand? They don't feel like you're a piece of meat. And I feel that if a man really values you, he might cherish you to the point where he doesn't even want to engage in sex like that with you. Because he cherishes you that much. Not saying that he doesn't love you and he's not attracted to you. He just may be... Holding on to you so sacredly, you understand? That he's willing to sacrifice maybe the feelings that he's feeling to engage in like crazy sex with you. Only because he knows in his heart, he knows that you're not supposed to be doing sex before marriage. So let me try to keep it sacred in some shape or form. And if that means we're not going to have sex often... Or we're just going to vow not to have sex anymore. Then I'm going to do it. But of course, the woman and you you and your partner have to be on the same page for that. That's not something that you can just decide and then think that your partner is going to be like, okay, I don't want to have sex neither. This is where communication comes in. This is where the foundation comes in. This is when you really get to know a person before you engage in sex. Because sex can bring problems. You know, people cheat. 
people can cheat, you can get STDs, and you can have unwanted pregnancies. And like I said, sex clouds your judgment. Your vision is blurry. You're not seeing correctly because you're only thinking about the pleasure. But again, you have to think about what after the pleasure. That's why when some people cheat, they cheat, right? They get the pleasure and then they feel guilty as hell because it's like, why did I just do this physical thing with this person? Even though it's physically, they still feel a certain way. There's some sort of guilt trip in there. And for females, we probably have it worse because we have it emotionally and physically. Men, you may have it that way too, but majority of y'all just probably feel like maybe it's just a physical thing. So I didn't really do nothing bad, but you really did. So maybe you men feel the same way emotionally and physically like you messed up. You know? And like I was saying to you guys earlier, sex blurs your judgment. You're not going to be able to choose the right person because you're so infatuated with what you know sex was before. But you're going to be judging another person based on your past sexual experiences. Like, you ever be in a conversation with your friends and they be like, oh, who was your best partner? And you're going to actually sit there and think about it and say, oh, Tommy was my best partner. Why was he your best? What about Victor? Victor does everything for you. He may not be the best in the bed. He he does achieve to please you in some shape or form, but he's not into that crazy rough sex like, like this um, other person is. So now you're not going to be looking at Victor for what he is. You're going to be looking at him for what he could do for you physically. So you're blurred by the physical thought of sex and the physical feeling of sex that you're not looking at Victor and what else Victor has. What else does Victor do for you that's more powerful than sex? I think a man that can do, that can, do you know uplift you respect you be loyal to you receive you uplift you pour into you cherish you i think that's more important than how good his sex is because if he can do all of that he can be giving me whack sex but guess what his sex is going to feel amazing to me because all those things They overpower that one physical thing that only lasts for 20 minutes or whatever. You know, I know myself, you know, I've been in my past relationships that I had, you know, I was blurred by, I was not seeing right. My judgment was blurry. I couldn't see right. And you don't see the red flags because you're so infatuated with the sex. And I won't even say you love the sex. You're infatuated by the sex. By the toxic, the toxic feeling of the sex. So your vision is clouded. It's blurred. You're not seeing correctly because of that. Why is sex so important? Why is it that we feel that we have to have sex in our relationship? I tell you why, because we have to procreate, we have to have, you know, we have to make this a world, we have to procreate, that's, that's what's in the Bible, right? 
We have to have more. So that's why we have sex. It doesn't say anything about sex with pleasure, for pleasure. It doesn't say anything about that. That's the only reason why it's important. But for some people, it's important because it's like, sex is everything. Sex determines my relationship. Sex, if he can't do this, I don't want to be with him. Or he can't eat the box right, I don't want him. I don't want this, I don't want that. But he does everything else right for you, and now you're mad. So you're going to be with Tommy that beats you, disrespects you, curse you out, cheats on you, treats you like a non-factor because his sex is good and his judgment is clouding, his, his sex is clouding your judgment. So now guess what? Tommy has control over you. He can control you just by his sex. And I don't mean like, oh, I'm not going to give you sex tonight. No, he knows that you're going to be penis whipped, right? You're going to be penis stuck. And he can do that to you. And then you get like that too. You get vagina stuck. I don't want to say it, the derogatory term of it, but come on. You guys can say it in your own head. You get vagina whipped as well. You be with a girl that's not really good for you. She got you out here doing things that you like, yo, I got to do this for her. I got to do that for her. But she got you doing things that is not good for you to please her. And you're only doing it because you enjoy her sex. So you think that you have to do all these things that you know aren't good. You're going to do all these things because you are vagina whipped. First of all, no woman out here is going to ever make her man do anything that's going to put his life in danger or put his freedom in danger. I said it. I said it. It's, yes, I, I said it. Unconditional love, you're not going to make your child go out there and do bad things. You're not going to be like, son, go and do this for me. Because if you do that, I, do you really love your child? Because you're going to put your child in danger or sacrifice them. Love is sacrificial, but not in that, not in that sense. You're not going to make someone do that. And women, you need to think about that too. Men that got you doing crazy things out here. He got you doing things that you would normally not have done. But because you're penis whipped, you're going to do certain things. And it happens. Y'all know y'all all been there before in some shape or form. I'm not saying you probably did bad things, but you've been penis hooked, whipped, whatever you want to call it. And men, you've been that way too. Vagina whipped, hooked, whatever you want to call it. It happens. We're not perfect. We fall into temptation. We're not perfect. Now, the thing is, why should you wait for marriage for sex, right? Everybody's like, well, why I got to wait for marriage? You got to test drive it first before you get to it. You got to, you got to, just like when you have a car, you go to the dealership, right? Whatever dealership. When you go there, you see a car you like, right? You got to test drive it. No, you don't. You can look at all the qualities of the car, right? You can see what the features are, what it does, what type of engine it has, and you can determine from that sense how the car is going to be. 
if the car has all these great things, there's no way the car is not going to be able to drive good. It may not drive to your liking because you drove another car that you felt drove better. So then now you're going to judge this car and say, oh, it's not driving the way I want it to drive. Because you test drive how many other cars before that. But if that was your first car you ever, you bought it off the lot. It has all these features, all these things that you like. And you you bought it off the lot. You never test drive anything. Once you drive that car, you're going to be stuck on that car because that's the first car you drove. And you don't know what other what another car drives like because that was the first car you drove. So you're going to feel like this is it. Like this is driving smoothly for me. You're not going to compare it to another car and how it drives because you only t- test drive that car, test drove that car. So it's not about, oh, I got to test drive it. No. If the car has all the things that you look for in a woman and, and he has all the things you look for in a man, why is it that you have to test drive? And I ask myself this too. Don't think I'm asking this and saying it like I'm not. I ask myself that too. Why you got to test drive? You only ask, you only want to test drive when you already been, your mind already been clouded by judgment, by negative sinful judgment. That's when you're going to want to be like, let me test drive. Because if you never engage in sex, you would never be like, oh, let me test drive. You wouldn't because you would be scared when you, when, remember the first time you ever had sex, you was mad scared. You didn't want to do it. So imagine if you didn't do it, you're not going to want to go and test drive. You're going to be scared. You're going to be like, all right, I'm just going to take this car. Whatever happens, happens. And you guess what? You're going to stick with that car and you're going to make it work because you just got this brand new car. And yes, you could return the car, but we're not, we're not going to take it into that terms, all right? Shush. You're not going to go there. But you definitely should wait for marriage because, well, this is why you should wait for marriage. Because then you can't judge, you can't judge your sexual past encounters with the one that you're marrying. It's going to be brand new to you. It's going to be the best because it's the first time you ever felt that feeling. And it's going to be sacred. And it's going to be under God. Anything under God is blessed. Because you did it under him and you did it the right way. You were being obedient in that for him in that, in that way by getting married. I'm not saying go out there and marry, every, marry a person just because you want to have sex with them. No. You got to learn how to control your temptation as well. Because sex doesn't make everything better. It does not. It makes things more complicated. That's when you have girls who be like, oh, no, I could just have sex with this guy. I'll be okay. You're a liar. You're going to catch feelings for this dude. And men, you catch feelings too. So don't be like, oh, I could. There's some people out here who could do it. But deep down inside, they have feelings and they feel a certain way. They feel kind of sour inside. Like, damn, like, he don't want to be with me. He got this girl. Because you develop feelings for him. Why? Because you engage in sex. When you have sex, it's like an energy being passed. Soul ties. That's when you have sex with a toxic person, it be hard. Because you have soul ties. The energy be, be exchanged. It be connected. Then you be like, oh, why I have so much bad luck? All these things happening to me. Because you got connected through the sex. The aura. 
And remember, you're yearning for the toxic sex again. So when you get horny and you're in a toxic, you're, 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 you're yearning for that. You're not yearning for the pure sex. You're yearning for the toxic whatever type of sex you want to call it. If you wait for marriage, you know you've been first with the person. And you both can teach each other. And you both don't even know what sex is. So you're going to both be learning together. So therefore, you're going to grow together in knowing how to, have, in, uh, uh, how to engage in sex. You're growing together in that. And when you grow together, it's always much beautiful and more better. Like when you grow the foundation, you start with the foundation and you start growing, 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 growing together. And you grow at the same level. Sometimes somebody may pass you, but then you, you want to catch up. So you're going to run and you're going to play catch up. And then you catch up again. And then it could be the opposite. Now you're passing the person and you catch up. That's what keeps the relationship going. Ping pong, ping pong. Because you're going to be yearning to be better. And he's going to be yearning to be better. You, then him. Like that. If you wait for marriage, it's more sacred. It's supposed to be less problems, but that doesn't always happen. Because sometimes men, you know, you fall into temptation. Women, you too. You could get married, first time having sex. Then Robert comes along and he, Robert, starts telling you things that your husband doesn't know. Because remember, your husband is new to this. He doesn't really know. But I feel that when you have the right person, you know how to talk to that person. You know how to say certain things to that person. You know what that person likes and what they don't like. You know what to do. But Robert doesn't, you know, he's, he doesn't know how to do it. So now you're talking to this other person that's putting stuff in your ear. And he puts all these hot stuff in your ear and you're engaging in it because you're like, oh, how does that feel? No, what you need to do is be like, stop talking to me like that and go tell your husband what he said. Not say, oh, so-and-so told me this. No, engage and make it better with your husband. Give your husband that idea of what the other person was telling you that you felt was so like hot and heavy. We just need to be under, like I said, I feel like if we didn't engage in sex and put so much substance on it to determine your relationship and the way of your relationship, the weight of it, I think a lot of relationships will last more. There'll be less cheating and there'll be more people loyal out here. You know? No one's perfect. You know, we're all living in this world we're all trying to survive in this world but there's little steps we can take to try to live great in this world and with peace with joy with clarity we can do that but there's things that we can do it but we don't want to do it because we're so in enticed by the negativity of the things in this world. We are. And sex being one of them. Because everyone, I'm not going to say everyone, but majority of people sin that way. Including myself. So I'm not going to say here and act like I'm, like I said, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. But you get better at it. You get better. As you get connected with God and his word, you get better with it. 
trust and believe that you get better with it each day as long as you're trying and there's a change being seen and your heart is pure we know it's true you can't be fake with it if you want to be a freak go ahead be a freak and sex the whole world i'm not telling you what to do but you have a choice you have a choice to do what you want to do but yeah this is why i think sex isn't important I, I won't make sex determine my relationships moving forward. I definitely won't. I won't make it. I'm not saying I'm I'm not gonna you know, it's I'm not gonna do it. Sorry for the noise, guys. I live in New York, you know, it's noisy. And I don't have a I don't have like walls that are soundproof, so but I honestly don't feel like we should be having sex. Well, no, let me not say that. I just feel like sex isn't a main substance in your relationship. It's not that important in your relationship. It has some importance to it, but it does not hold the relationship together. Let's say that. It does not hold the relationship together. What holds the relationship together is communication. The foundation starts it, but what keeps it going and molds it and holds it is the communication. How you engage with your partner talking-wise. How do you guys communicate? How do you guys listen to each other? Do you listen to understand or you listen to argue back? You understand? But yeah, sex isn't an important substance in a relationship. And that's my final on that. If you guys, you know, disagree, I would definitely love to hear your thoughts. And I mean, shut me up if I said something that was wrong or you want to argue with me on something. You know, you can email me at tushyscorner at gmail.com. I definitely will read them and I'll talk about it in another episode. Or if I ever go on live again, well, I do go on live, but if I go on live, I'll read out, you know, what was said. You know, because I like debates. I really do. I like debating. I was good at that in high school. I was really good at debating. I was on a debate, on a debate team, mook trial, mook court. Mock trial, sorry, mock trial, mock court. But anyway, that's whatever. That's old stuff. <laughs> but um, I definitely want to hear your opinions on this. Whether you agree with me or disagree, you, yeah, again, you can send me an email at tushycorner at gmail.com and let me know how you feel about it. So, guys, until the next episode, you guys have a wonderful day, evening, whatever you're listening to this. Enjoy the rest of your day, and I'll talk to you later in Tushy's Corner. Goodbye.